I've had teams before that if you told them to go the back door, they left the gym. This has been a sad coaching moment by the four Diegos. Welcome back. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. Coming up is a wrap of all things happening in world football. But first, let's uh, get on the jet and travel to Germany to run the rule over the 2011 Women's World Cup. FIFA, of course, and a star of the Australian team. Please, a big Four Diego's World Football Weekly welcome to Matilda's captain, Four Diego's very own, Melissa Barbieri. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Hey guys, how are you? Very well. It's Rodrigo here and Carlos Alberto Diego as well. Uh, good, good to see you've arrived and settled in Germany. Now, with the week to your opening Group D clash, how, what, you know, what's it feeling like in the camp? Well, first and foremost, we've got a warm-up match against the English tonight. So um, it's kind of at the back of our minds that we're here preparing for a World Cup. But when you've got a, you know, a clash against uh, one of the top nations in the world. You kind of forget what's going on in the background and focus on what you're doing today. But we're all very excited about... Um, it's, it's more the hype, you know. You come into Germany and suddenly people are asking for your autograph. People know who your name... Uh, they, they call you by your name. They're walking down the street. People are saying hello because um, they know who you are. And that just doesn't happen to, for many of us. And it's just one of those things that you just have to get used to. And that's the benefit of being here so early. Yes, Melissa, it's Carlos. Uh, the Diego's have to get used to that every day of our lives, mate. Uh, but uh, it's good to speak to you. Now, now you, of course, uh, if you needed to shake off any cobwebs at all, you should, certainly had to do that against uh, Mexico in a friendly this week. The girls came back from 2-0 down to win 3-2. Very, very good for team spirit, but not so much good for a, not, a full 90-minute performance. No, well, when you come off a, you know, a 24-hour flight, and you've only just played, you haven't played together for a while, um, those cobwebs are going to come and, you know, hopefully we can, you know, cement the wrongs from the Mexico game, uh, you know, into rights for tonight's game. And, you know, we didn't always do it easy uh, at the Asian Cup either, you know. We, we lost that, that game against China. So you always need that little bit of a, um, a reminder that, you know, you're not invincible and international football is... You know, is a is a big step higher, and for many of us, we'd only played the W League in the last six months or so, and that was our first international um, since coming to Germany last year. So it was very, very good eye opener for a lot of the girls, and especially for a couple of the debutante girls that have only got a couple of games under their belt. Um, another test of tonight, we'll see um, that they've definitely truly gained their stripes. Now, Melissa, you've said, as you've said, you know, you've got the game against England uh, tonight, but uh, yeah, you wouldn't be human if you didn't have your eye on the first game in seven days against the 2007 World Cup finalist and our nemesis, really, Brazil. How are the Copacabana girls looking? Is someone spying on, on them during their preparation? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we've got someone spying on them, but um, no, we've got lots of footage from them from previous matches. So we're actually just concentrating on coding that stuff and getting the good stuff out of those uh, videos to show the players and the coaches do all that. So um, we definitely have it in the back of our minds that we've got Brazil coming up and I think a lot of the girls are nervous about it but really ready for the challenge. I mean, hopefully they don't take a step back when they think they're playing against the best player in the world in Marta. Hopefully Marta's sitting there going, oh, 
oh, no, we've got to play the Australian sort of thing. So hopefully we can use that to our advantage. Here on World Football Weekly, we're speaking with uh, captain of the Matildas, Melissa Barbieri. Uh, Bubs, it's Carlos again. Now, when the Diego's have played World Cup tournaments, and we've played many, as you know, one of the most difficult <laughs> things uh, to do is not to play the game in our heads before the game's being played on the ground. Now, you are a veteran of the team, uh, not, not too old, but you're a veteran of the team with a lot of youngsters around you. How do you keep them occupied so they're not you know, playing that game in their head way before they should be? Well, you know, there's always a benefit of actually having um, playing the game in your head as long as you're doing all the right things um, and you video yourself. You know, you have a little video playing in your head about doing all the right things. But off the field, we're really capable of finding other things to do. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> we go shopping. You know, with Tommy, you've got the laid-back coach. So he's like, as long as you're ready to play, ready to train, um, and you're looking after your bodies, he gives us the responsibility of what you what you can and can't do. And basically, we just find stuff to do, go for coffee, um, talk to our families. It's really easy to keep ourselves occupied when you've got free internet as well. Now, Melissa, you know, at an average age of uh, 22 years, the Matilda squad is the youngest in the tournament. But, you know, as a, um, a person who's a little bit older than 22 years old, um, the Diego's... Yes, it's, only, it's only 22 because I'm 31 and it's brought up, up the average. Otherwise, it'd be 18. We know that. <laughs> yes. I, I didn't want to mention that, Melissa, but I'm happy that you did. It's, it's a good sign. You know, um, h- how do you cope, you know? I mean, there is, there's got to be banter from, you know, Gen Y uh, in the change room. Is that interesting for you? No, we quite like. I don't know if you know me pretty well, but um, <laughs> we bridge the gap quite easily from young to old. So there's never a fact that I'm talking to a 16 year old. We don't have that sort of like the girls are in the team not because of their age, but because of their you know their ability. And Tommy's picked the team on merit, not not on names or faces or how old they are. So when I'm talking to my teammate, I'm talking to my teammate, not the 16-year-old. Or, but um, you do have to be careful about what sort of music they play. I mean, <laughs> the Biebs, the Justin Bieber fever, that's just, uh, that's just terrible. I can't hack that. That's probably the hardest thing that you have to worry about in the team when you when you got the when you got the little ones running around. <laughs> do, you, do you find that when you do talk to them, you have to maybe just um, get on Facebook and maybe uh, <laughs> send them a quick IM? Or, uh, you know, is it... Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> is that what yeah. you do? IM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tag them in photos yes. and, you know, a bit of banter that way. No, we have lots of fun on, on Facebook and we're pretty good, you know. We, you know, the Socceroos had to stop all social networking when they were in... Um, uh, in South Africa, so we're kind of lucky in the fact that we're 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 trusted to use the Facebook kind of you know um, you know we're, we're trusted to do it properly. So we don't use that sort of thing. I just walk around um, text messaging people most <laughs> more than likely, just getting them um, on time for training and things. Well, Melissa, I, I, I read all your tweets, so uh, I know what you're doing every minute of the day because you're pretty active on that. But uh, just tell us about the, the youngsters. I mean, uh, what, four years ago, uh, you guys were knocked out by Brazil in 2007 in the quarterfinal stage in the Thriller. Uh, obviously, you were very close to go to the semifinals at that stage. What's the team now? The team makeup's very different with this uh, youthful enthusiasm, this precociousness precociousness of youth uh, is that going to be an advantage when you play Brazil you know a team that probably is very confident of doing well against you guys 
Yeah, we kind of probably use that um, use that as ammunition where they're thinking, oh, it's just a young team, they don't know what they're doing. But as you said, it's a young, dynamic team with lots of mobility. And um, when you've got so many players to choose from, you've got such a balance between, you know, the old heads that's still quite mobile and quite, um, you know, can still play high-quality football, and now these young players... They're not only just youngsters, but they play the game like old heads. They're very mobile, very quick. They're, they're making decisions that are above and beyond their years. There's just, you know, Caitlin Ford's the youngest ever Matilda in the team at 16. Now, her mother wasn't even going to come to the World Cup, but someone fundraised for her so her mum could come and watch her. And those things just drive those players, you know. They just, instead of taking a backward step, they've got this kind of laid-back mentality, whatever comes my way, I'll just deal with it. Mm. And, you know, I love that about them, and that's probably why we're, we're going to succeed in this tournament. Fantastic to hear. Now, Melissa, before we let you go, I mean, you might know this, you probably do know this, story's just broken in Australia that Lucas Neal allegedly led a mutiny against Socceroos coach Pim Verbeek prior to the game against Germany. Now, it's all pretty close to home for you in that you're, you know, you're the Australian women's captain and you also know Lucas. What are your thoughts about that story? Well, stories are just stories, you know. I, if, if I spoke to Lucas and he told me that to my face, then I'd probably believe it. But anything can happen in a team, and what happens in, in a behind closed doors, I think um, that's just part of the team. I don't. I, I personally wouldn't believe it, but then again, you know, football is quite funny in that respect. You, you get a lot of um, different things propping up that you don't know what to believe. But in our team, you wouldn't have any of that sort of thing. You know, we trust Tommy um, fully. I mean. He does pick the team on merit. He keeps you in the loop um, with where you're at. He gives you positive and negative feedback. He's never lying. He's always honest. So we trust him completely with, um, with our football and, and pretty much um, how we go about things so that nothing like that would ever happen with us. I'm kind of imagining you 30 minutes before the game <laughs> saying, Tommy, could you just leave the room? I need to talk tactics with the players here. I just can't imagine Tommy's yeah. reaction. <laughs> It would be pretty funny. It'd be like, yeah, good, I need to do my crossword. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Melissa, as always, it's a pleasure speaking with you and I really appreciate your time on a, on a big day for you guys. Uh, you've got the game against England tonight, so we wish you well for that and we're going to be watching you with uh, significant interest over you know the next couple of weeks. So good luck over there in Germany. Thanks, Diego. Thanks for having me. Not at all. That was a special soft sombrero moment live from Germany with captain of the Matildas, Melissa Barbieri. Next up, it's a global football update, so stay tuned. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. My dog was about my only friend. I told my wife that a man needs at least two friends. So she bought me another dog. This has been a sad coaching moment. By the four Diego's.